Hey, I'm Kyle. And I'm Aaron. Welcome to Two Dudes in a Corner. We're back. Ready for action. Back in the studio. Yeah. Back to somewhat normal. Yes, we are officially in a corner. It feels so much more professional uh, professional in here yeah. yeah no doubt professional comfortable cozy my mm-hmm. chair isn't broken the coffee's better it's not hotel coffee for those of you who oh did God. miss episode two go back and listen mm-hmm. uh we it was very unconventional um we went from our studio here in illinois up to minneapolis in a 24-hour turnaround and did another episode in a hotel room on a nightstand between the two beds. Yeah. And then we took a day off. And we took a day off because we needed it. We did. So exhausting. Having to drive and just talk talk and eat. Our heads off. Yeah. It was rough. Rough living. We're recovered now. Uh, back to our steam anchor coffee, cold yes. brew, iced Americano with cream. That is Aaron's order. If anyone yes. ever wants to order him coffee, it never changes. <laughs> <laughs> so please feel free to do that. Order me yeah. anytime. So this morning, woke up so early. Yes. We're talking. Okay, so I set my alarm for 5 a.m., but I don't ever set an alarm for the most part. If I do, it's like 9, 9.30, 10. So I get a nice good night's sleep. Right. But it's the important. new Lord of the Rings series came out last night, and so I watched the first two episodes, didn't get to bed till 11.30, midnight, had to get up at 5.00. But since I don't set an alarm, I have this weird anxiety almost every time that I'm going to miss waking up. And so I'll wake up in a panic, like randomly. And I woke up at 4.45, 15 minutes before the alarm. Mm. And then at that point, I'm like, is it worth it to go back to sleep? Do I stay awake? I went back to sleep for 15 minutes. Wow, good. Terrible idea. Way (laughs) more tired the second time I woke up. Made breakfast for all of our morning people. There's probably 20 people in there eating their protein, pancakes, eggs, and kielbasa. And it went well. But uh, And then I took another little nap before this. So here we are. Uh, I've already 9.30 in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I've already woke up, made breakfast, taken a nap, podcast time. It's wild. I did not do that. No. I was in bed by 10 last night and didn't wake up till 7.30, give or take. So, and I still felt tired. Not... That shouldn't be the case, but it's what happened. And um, so if you hear a little slurpy slurps, it's me on my coffee. I, <laughs> I need it. I'm sure they love us <laughs> slurping our coffee. It's part of the experience. Uh, it is. Yeah. We're, what is that again? AS- ASMR. ASMR. Isn't that what it's called? ASMR. Like, it's the little noises in the microphone. <laughs> Some people really like it. So for all our ASMR fans out there, you're welcome. Yeah. For those of you who aren't, uh, my apologies. (laughs) I wish, I wish you would have watched the Lord of the Rings, uh, King King of the Rings, right? Ring of Power. Ring of Power. (laughs) King of the Rings. I I actually had no idea what the second part was. Has anyone seen King of the Rings yet? (laughs) Not quite as good as Lord of the Rings. (laughs) But But we could have discussed. We could, but I'll just discuss it with someone else I right guess. I and i think the thing to remember is i'm not good with pop culture true so true. there's really nothing relevant in the entertainment industry which <laughs> is weird because that's the industry i'm in <laughs> right. that i will ever have much to say yeah i don't um, have a lot to say you do a couple of things. i've heard you talk a lot about movies mm-hmm. music yeah you're kyle right. will show me you're music right. you're right one after the other and be like do you recognize this no 
You recognize that? No. One. This was popular like for 10 years. Nope, don't know it. Okay. But that's okay. The song that blew my mind, Old mm -hmm. Town Road. You never heard Old Town Road. Had I not? I'll take my horse to the whole town road. Yeah, I don't probably know. Here's the thing, guys. Wow. This, everyone should know this about me. I am different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I was a kid, I, knew that. Uh, I, w I distinctly remember this. I was at broadcasting camp when I was a kid. Shows you who I was at a young age. Junior in high school. Went to Waverly, Iowa. Oh, my gosh. All the way to Waverly. Wartburg College um, to take like this. It was amazing. In-depth uh, broadcasting camp where we got to be on the radio live on television live and prepare content and do that kind of stuff um and it was incredible and so at night we were all hanging out as campers and everyone was going around the room in this big social situation and saying what their favorite bands were favorite music all that stuff and got to me and i'm like they're like what do you listen to and i'm like film soundtracks and they're like <laughs> what Film soundtracks, you know, like the music that you hear behind a movie. And they looked at me differently the rest of the, rest of the time. I'm looking at but you I've way different. never cared. I've yeah. never cared. As you shouldn't, you know, be you. Right. And now I write music for film. So it makes you know. sense. And all, it's a very big circle. <laughs> it's, it's true. It's a very nice circle. I was going to say something a little back ago when you were talking about Lord of the Rings. What was it going to be? It was something very... Relevant. Oh, last night, what I did yeah. um, before going to bed incredibly early was my wife, are, my wife and I, <laughs> my wife, <are>. my, wife are, <laughs> my wife and I are huge into college volleyball mm -hmm. and our team is the Nebraska Huskers, Corn Huskers. So if you're a Corn Husker fan, shout out. And uh, they're incredibly good. They have an incredible program and uh, they played last night against Loyola Marymount and beat them in three games. It was amazing. Let's go. They're ranked number two in the nation. And uh, yeah, that's our thing. When it's volleyball season, we are there. We are present. And yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, I think, have you been to like a professional game or like a college game? Yep. It's we normally go intense. to the Iowa-Nebraska oh, game. Oh, snap. That's since, a big one. Yeah, that's a big closest. one. We, I believe I'm going to a... Milwaukee Bucks Warriors game because mm. mm -hmm, I love Giannis you know Giannis yeah he's a rapper right mm, very <laughs> close yeah super he might be I mean with a name like that you should yeah, be a rapper Giannis Antetokounmpo or something whoa yeah he's the Greek freak please tell me you know who I'm talking about you don't I think I've kind of heard his go name go watch some highlight videos uh, <laughs> you know what I'm gonna pull one up right now no I'm actually not but <laughs> and then I want to see Steph Curry play before he I mean, he's probably got a long time left, but yeah, I, he's just one of those people. It's like it's like Michael Jordan. You wanted to see him because he's still in the league, and right. then you know people would just go to see Michael Jordan in real life. I'm kind of the same way with Steph Curry. Not that I really care that much, but yeah. if there's someone I want to see right now, it's Steph Curry. He's my fave. He's so good. Is his name Stephanie Curry? Stephen. Oh, Stephen. Stephen. I see. Yeah, it's still a man's name. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah. I just wondered, because I have known a few Stephs that are Stephanies, so I just thought I'd clarify. Are any of them men? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. That was just me throwing something out there. That's all right. You can throw whatever you want out here. And Thank you. You can always just cut it out. <laughs> I'm totally oh, kidding. Man. So let's talk about your one of the craziest childhood memories that you have. Wow, we're just diving right in here. Why not, right? 
What, what do we got to lose? You had right four minutes here. to think about something. Yeah. Um, I guess one of the craziest that uh, I almost, well, there's a few. There's yeah. a few. Yeah. I almost jumped out of a log ride. Wow. When I was like six years it's old. too soon, bro. Right before the drop. So that was kind of traumatic <laughs> for my mom. Less so for me because I, I wasn't really afraid. I wanted out of the ride and, and I stood up and my mom had to reach way over, grab my shirt as we went. I stood literally the entire drop down to the water. That's um, not good. It's not, not good. what you're supposed to do. Not good. Um, I was also, <laughs> this is like the other, probably the most afraid I've ever been was I was stalked at a library. Oh, I remember that At a public that library. Yeah, so In weird. a very creepy way when I was like young by an adult. So that That's was very weird. disconcerting. Uh, and he f- basically followed me all, all around the library and I hid from him in bookshelves. It felt like a movie. Yeah. Hid from him in bookshelves and finally got my big brother and we ran out of there. Yeah, that's so weird. Very strange. I don't like that at all. Yeah. It explains a lot. <laughs> yeah, doesn't it though? I'm always, I always live in fear now and I never step foot into a library. <laughs> I know. I always wonder why you were so afraid when we went by libraries and it makes so much sense <laughs> I now. start shuddering. Yeah. I would say one of mine, I remember I haven't driving. Asked you yet. I haven't asked you yet. Yeah, I don't want to say what um, mine rup, 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 Rewind. <laughs> Kyle, um, enough about me. Yeah. What about your childhood? Well, crazy story. See, based on the amount of trauma that I experienced, I try to block most of it out. <laughs> probably but good. Probably healthy. That's not true. I had a great childhood. Uh, I was a chubby kid, though. We talked about that. We last did talk time. about that. Um, but I would like to keep coming back to that mm. throughout the series this of be this the last podcast. Time. That might be the last time. No. Until next time. I'll bring it up. But yeah, I'm sure you will. So, what about Chunky Kyle? Chunky Kyle was on his way to a baseball game to watch my cousin play. He played college baseball for mm. South Dakota State. Jackrabbits, I think. Love that mess. Yeah. So anyway, we're driving to Indiana. I lied. We're driving back from Indiana. We had already went to the game. Okay. Okay. And we are an hour late to the game because there's a time change that we didn't know about. <laughs> Forgot about that. Hour late to the game. You know how much uh, that is in baseball? Enough to be annoying. Of, yeah. So... We get there, watch the game, start heading back, and it is storming like you wouldn't believe. I mean, the craziest storm I'd ever seen. Everyone stopped on the interstate or going, like, maximum five miles an hour because it's, like, white out, right? So that the rain lets up a little bit, and you can go maybe 20 or 30. And I just remember, like, streaks of lightning and, like, lightning bolts landing next, like, probably 20 feet from our car in this field just, like, but one after another, I'd never seen anything like it. It was wow. like Thor was standing there with his hammer. He was like, bah, bah, bah. I'm going to get these guys. And then just like shooting lightning bolts at us. And then they were like. A bad aim. Clearly. Everywhere. Yeah, he, he was, was missing you. You know, Thor, if you're listening, <laughs> work on your aim, boy. But I mean, just like constantly. And like you could see it hit the ground and the ground start smoking and like dirt was flying. That is wild. Isn't that nuts? Were you and terrified? I didn't think it was real. I was bawling my eyes out. Yeah. Balling my, and my mom, I'm pretty sure, was crying. <laughs> For real. And my dad was like, quit crying. Just a storm. And I'm like, Dad, <laughs> if we were standing outside, we would all be dead right now. But we're not. That's because we had a car. Were you like in standstill traffic? Or people were, yeah, people were moving along? Like very, very slow. We're talking uh, like 10, 15 miles an hour. Yeah, just constant. It was bizarre. That'll stick with you. Yeah, it's one of those things. Yeah. I was probably 10, 11 years old. Yep, that'll stick with it you. Stuck. 
It's stuck That's like glue. That's why you quake and quiver every time we see storm clouds rolling. Yeah. In. I do hate storms. We've talked about that. Yeah. I, don't I love them. Yeah. I love them. Unless they're derechos. For those of you who <laughs> aren't from around here, which I'm assuming also too a soon. good chunk of you will not be from Iowa, Illinois. Um, we had a storm. Was it like two years ago? Two years. Two years ago. Almost to the day. It was August of 2020. We had a storm blow through that no one thought was going to be as bad as it was. No one was really warned appropriately. And it was one of the worst storms Iowa has ever had. We Three counties in Iowa, including Clinton, which is the one I live in, were declared a national state of emergency because we had sustained winds of like 150 miles per hour, uh, which is basically an inland hurricane. That's yep. what they call them. Derechos. It, yep. And uh, for like half an hour straight, unbelievable amounts of wind. I was actually here in Fulton at the time, as were you, yep. I believe. Yep. I was working and we were literally watching it from the largest window in the entire place. And we're like, this is wild because that's what Midwesterns yeah. nerves. We just stand out and watch storms. And it seemed a little worse than normal, but I didn't realize it until like a flagpole fell down. Then we looked down the street and there were trees falling. Like we were literally watching entire trees that have probably been around for 150 years yeah. falling all over the streets and then eventually power went out surprise surprise and then we were all told go home because this is really really bad and you need to go check on your families and all that stuff so it was very bad thankfully we didn't have uh much damage at our house i mean we had limbs down but nothing terrible on the house but one of our limbs hit our neighbor's house funny story about this and it dented his siding and so he was like no worries the insurance will cover it but then he came over and asked us to help, like, pay a little bit for it. <laughs> and I was like, okay, sure. And to this day, two years later, the siding has not been fixed. So I have no idea where our money went. Probably drugs. Drugs. That's my first yeah, thought. Yeah. Our neighbor is big into that. Yeah. It's my derecho story is not even close to the same. Well, I mean, we went through the same thing, but... Go mm. ahead. Mm-mm. It was the same storm. Your experience was different. Go ahead. <clears throat> yeah, because we're different people. Right. So that's usually how that kind of works. <laughs> well, you made it sound like it was a completely different storm. Same storm, different people. Thank you. All right. Uh, we, Judd and I, my friend Judd, we were looking out one of the garage door windows, and <laughs> we have condos across the street from the gym, and my dumpster, like got thrown into the yard of a condo because we we're like watching and then all of a sudden my dumpster starts rolling across the street super <laughs> fast literally like gets picked up over the curb into the yard i thought it was going to smoke their house i was that like, was wild oh, i didn't hear gosh. that gosh yeah whole dumpster big dumpster not a little one and kyle gets it has so much trash around here <laughs> exactly so it's always a full dumpster yeah so like, many ah, terrible trash yeah mcdonald's wrappers <laughs> i believe <and> that <laughs> i believe that it was that was quite the experience we were out of power for a week yep same. and a half maybe 10 days yeah and that's not good for business i bet not no because when it's and dark, that was the same dark. year as the pandemic so kyle had a great 2020 it was my favorite year favorite year business for yeah. sure business wise yeah we made so much money that year. <laughs> i don't even know what to do with all of it it was rough we survived though we survived the worst storm in illinois iowa history maybe maybe we haven't researched that no at all and we anyone can fact check us this is an open invitation you may fact check us put in the comments was it the worst storm 
in Iowa history, let us know. Let us know. Or don't make us do the work. No, I'm not gonna research <laughs> it. Because then you gotta hear my fingers clicking on the keyboard. It's yeah. just quite a hassle for us to have to do the research when right. we are so busy talking into this microphone. Very, very busy. Kyle, you mentioned yesterday on our trip home your what? I mentioned a lot of things. You, this we could did. go anywhere. <laughs> this could go anywhere. Don't worry. Keep your mind at ease. Okay. Uh, okay. We, okay. No, this wasn't yesterday. Was it yesterday? Thursday. Two years ago. Two days ago. Why it was two days ago. started talking about a lisp when I did that. <laughs> I know. It's like a trigger for me. I'm like, oh, there's a lisp in the room. Uh, I better start there's talking. There's a lisp in the room. <laughs> <laughs> it's walking around. <laughs> oh, get over here. Okay. So, yeah. Two days ago, uh, you mentioned that you're looking into... <clears throat> ways that you can change and adapt oh. and grow your business. Do you want yeah. to mention a few of those ideas, mm -hmm. a few thoughts, a few, you know, owning a gym in this market is a unique challenge, everybody. So if you live in a big city, you probably have really, it's hard to imagine running a, a business like a gym in a very small town. So it's got its own unique set of challenges, and uh, but also opportunities yeah. because every challenge is an opportunity. So Kyle, tell us, tell me, so compared to when you started this gym to where you are now, how has how how have your goals shifted and changed and yeah. adapted over time? So I've never been to start this conversation because this could be a long one, but I'll try to keep it brief. Okay. Ish. Good luck. <laughs> so. I've never been money motivated as a business person, which is probably my biggest downfall as a business person. <laughs> I would say that's probably yeah. accurate. However, uh, the more that you work and grind and make it as good as you can, like you at some point want to s start seeing, right. you start to be more motivated by the, the gain so that you can continue to grow. It has nothing to do with me wanting to live like some luxurious lifestyle because I really do have a pretty awesome life and it's provided for that but I want to grow because my dreams are way bigger than just the little, these little towns um, it's just where we started and it's, mm -hmm. and I love them and I love the people and I've always loved the people well, you didn't and just I start will. in a small town remember folks episode two he reminded us he started in an ice cream kitchen yeah ice cream shop kitchen so you've come a long way yeah it's been a crazy journey but now we're in a place of like you know I've worked really Fervently, fervently. Let me let me pop in there for you. And for six years, you know, there was times where I would train like sixty hours a week. I'm always trying to make things better, you know, clean, do all this stuff to make this place as good as possible. And it's pretty awesome. It's turned out to be really cool. We just did this huge renovation project, and it totally changed the vibe here. And it's super awesome. But then at some point, you're like. You just, you start to get burned out more, I would say, the more that you work. And so it's like you have to develop a team to start doing things that you don't want to do and trusting the team and paying for the team. Those are things that are uh, important, but also kind of hard, right? Because people are expensive to pay mm -hmm. um, and, but they're necessary because they can do so much more than I can do singly as a single human man, right. male species. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, and now I'm at this point of like, how do we make things more efficient so that I have less day-to-day -day involvement uh, so that people who are passionate about fitness and this place as well can do that stuff and I can focus on 
still loving people when the time is right, which is always, but when I'm here, I'm, right. I'm doing what I want to do and love to do, and that's building connections and, and relating with people and things like that, and less of the training stuff and the like cleaning and, and all the day-to-day things so that we can continue to grow and build new business, um, but we have to figure out the most effective way to do that uh, maximizing, you know, profits and minimizing costs is kind of the big picture in business generally. That's you never really own a business to not make money. I mean, right. in general, that's, that's why you do it. Tom Foolery is what that is. Tom Foolery. Yeah, that's a place in uh, Wisconsin Dells, right? Is it Wisconsin Dells? Yeah. I don't know. I've only been to Treasure Island, Wisconsin Dells. Wow, only once. You've Very been cool. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so funny story. Really fast. I yeah, have to interject crazy. there. Yeah. At this indoor water park, huge water person. That's what I am. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge water person. I belong partially in the water and always have, always will. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but at this, and this is proof of that, when we stayed at Treasure Island, in, I don't even know if the place exists anymore, in Wisconsin Dells, uh, I felt sick almost the entire time. But when I was in the water park, felt like a million bucks. Wow. Every time we'd come back to our room, I'd start feeling nauseous, sick, terrible. Blah. Then I'd go next day, we'd go to the water park, felt fine. Came back, felt sick. So that is my experience in the Wisconsin <laughs> Dells. If I'm not in the water, I'm not feeling well. Okay, carry always, on. I always thought you looked a little bit like Aquaman. Yeah, I know. You have a You're lot not of the similar first. features. You are not the first. Jason Momoa, by the way, has Iowan roots. He so. does. And Hawaiian, right? He started in Iowa. Yeah, but he embraces Iowa more. As Go he ahead. should, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That was a very side sidetrack. That's okay. On the side. So back to me. Thank yeah. you. Uh, <laughs> that was a close one. We almost talked about me. I know. <clears throat> oh, what a hassle. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in this place of trying to think of the best ways to do that. And actually had a meeting last night with our manager and we kind of started brainstorming ideas of how to make things more efficient, how to schedule better, uh, how to make sure that people are using the time that they are doing things efficiently. So they're not really wasting time. Um, Not that they do a lot anyway, but just in general, like how can we make it more efficient and specifically her position as well. Um, So, it's just kind of this weird thing. I don't know what to do. We, we have a lot of classes and stuff, and I love them, and they're great. But I did have this idea of creating a system where people basically are contractors, independent contractors, run their own little businesses through our business. So they would have, like, their own little boot camp studio or personal training or whatever, yeah. and we would get a percentage of what they bring in from their clients. And then so I wouldn't be in charge of having any of the classes myself, uh, more or less, they would have all of the control over all of that stuff. We would just provide the space, and then they would, you know, sketch in the times that they need, and then we get a percentage. Way more simple and easy yeah. would save us money on paying people to train. But then also, it's like you risk, you know, if you have a ton of people doing uh, classes and personal training, then you're going to make more money. Right. So now you're only getting a percentage of what they do, but then they're also more motivated to get more people because the more that they have, the more they're making. Blah blah blah. So. That seems like a pretty efficient system. I just think the transition to doing that is would almost be impossible. Hmm. It would almost have to be our, <coughs> our new spot would be like that in a different city. Okay. Uh, because gotcha. people expect one thing here, and right. then if they don't get what they expect, it's kind of a sketchy territory to be in. Correct. You know? That's true. So we're trying to navigate through all of that right now. Um, Which is exciting, mm-hmm. number one. 
Number two, that's one of the exciting parts about this podcast. We are giving you the step-by-step of things we're, we're thinking through, things we're doing. And uh, so basically, you're like coming alongside us as we jump into more unknown t- territory. Right. Um, and one, you had mentioned that the goal is to free you up to do the things that you feel more passionately about which evolves over time. You know, yeah. when you first started it, it was, it looked different than it does now. Um, and that's great and that's cool and that's normal. <clears throat> and, um, I read, uh, Walt Disney's biography mm-hmm. last year and talk about an inspiring, uh, story. He was someone who, and I feel like this is how it always goes when you have a dream you start doing all the work yourself and you basically burn out. And that's Mm -hmm. what Walt did um, with his brother. And they had so many failures, so many failures. No one took them seriously. No one would fund what they wanted to do. Um, And Walt Disney just had that drive of, nope, this is gonna happen. This is gonna work. We're gonna make this happen. And to see him go from that to eventually what he became and then once he hit that certain point where he was like you know what i've made it to this point where i don't want to do the stuff that drags me down Mm -hmm. um uh, and that's when he started you know you spread out your resources and they left the vision up to him that's what walt was he had incredible visions but when he was bogged down by the day-to-day and the finances and all of that stuff it it completely limited him yeah, from it pooped him right from meeting his full potential. So to see, you know, we would have never had Disneyland, Disney World without him being freed up to create that vision. Yeah, um, because really he was the only brain that could have thought of of doing that. There was nothing like that at the time when when Disneyland was built. Um, but he just had a vivid imagination, and he had finally created a team around him that enabled him to to put his focus where he wanted to be. Yeah, and I that's think the goal. That's one of the biggest concepts of, of starting a business that a lot of people don't understand is that just a real quick synopsis. There's this book called The E-Myth, and it's an, it's an older book. I think it was probably written in the 80s or 90s, and one of my mentors gave it to me to read, and it totally changed my life and my view of business, and everything I was doing was pretty much not very efficient. Right? <laughs> I was literally doing all the work all the time, controlling all of the finances, the marketing, Every aspect of the business, the training I was doing. Yeah. And I would get burned out so fast. So what would I do when I got burned out? I'd go on vacation. <laughs> and I still, <laughs> no. And I still do it. <laughs> yes, he I does, go on vacation folks. a lot. Um, Florida's coming up. Las Vegas just got invited to. Super cool. Then Baby Hubner. So that's that's a vacation in itself. When is Baby Hubner? Do you, are we are you gonna say? Do we say that? Maybe not. I don't know. From right now, this <laughs> podcast, because Soon. you might be listening to it down the road or oh, whatever. Yeah. Um, October, second week of October, and then we're in 2022 right now. So it's coming up. Very soon. Um, we'll know more. <coughs> we have an appointment coming up that will tell us exactly when it is. Right. So Well, not exactly. Babies. Well, no. It's a C-section. C-section. Okay, yeah. yeah. C-sections, they do, they do kind of plan those. Right. Interestingly enough. Weird. Quite a process. I don't like having a plan, yeah, usually. I know. C-section does not... Say. Thankfully, you're not the one getting a C-section. I know. Isn't it the best being a dude? <laughs> it is. Oh my there are gosh. major perks. Yeah, huge. Um, but ladies out there, you've got a few things going for you as well. 
You do. Yeah. I just leave it there. <laughs> I can't think of any right now. I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. Stop. I'm kidding. We're both different, and that's the best, best thing about being different. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> the best thing about being different is being it, different. That's exactly right. Strengths and weaknesses. You know, we need each other. What, what is happening? We've got, I think you have some children. I think on the other child. side of the wall. I think a child. Is it just one? Yeah. Can you hear that, everybody? I hope not. This is what's great about recording uh, a wall away from the most popular gym in town. Yeah. And the only gym in town, but also the most popular. The most popular. <laughs> Kyle, how many members do you have, give or take? Oh. Estimation. 400. Okay. There's like 3,300 in Fulton, right? I think Total? there's 26 now. There's 2,600. So let's do the quick math on that. That's like a sixth of this town yeah. is is calls this gym home this that is marketing at its finest my friends yeah it's pretty awesome actually and there's a bunch of a bunch of gyms across the river too that you're you know competing for members with yeah it's a fascinating market it really is super and if you go to a gym over in clinton cancel it now get out of there and go across the river to kt3 and go here kyle doesn't even pay me to say these kind of things but I will keep saying them because they're true. This is a good, actually, this is a good time for our ad. So still not sponsored by anyone paying us, but technically today's podcast is unofficially sponsored by KT3 Fitness. It's true because Kyle bought my copy. Yep. So technically. And technically. Steam Anchor and Steam coffee, Anchor. <clears throat> uh, unofficial. Yeah. And still unofficially Walmart with our plants. Yes. And our candle. Yes. Well, I, for those of you who can't see, we do have, we, we're just starting a tradition of lighting a candle just to, to add the name of the candle is Calm. Mm-hmm. So we're adding some Calm. Uh, by uh, It's by All's Well. So un- another unofficial sponsor <laughs> by All's Well. Thank you. Coconut <laughs> Wax Blend. It goes great in popcorn. Add a little <laughs> coconut wax. Didn't know, know if you knew that. Gross. So coconut gross. oil is better, but coconut wax would probably work too. We just rabbit trailed so hard. I know. That's so funny. It's because you went into a, to sponsorships. Yeah, we did. So back to us. Back to us. <clears throat> back Our to sponsors us. got enough credit for And not our caricature, who, um, I forget her name. Um, Ooh, that's not oh, good. Uh, go to Adventureland uh, in Des Moines. Yep. Go to uh, over by where the Outlaw Roller Coaster is. Yep, Cowboy Boots. Between the the bridge, the wooden bridge where all the koi fish are, yeah. and the outlaw. There's a little little place where there's caricatures done, and that's where we got our stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know her name. Don't know anything. Nothing she was great though. Yeah, had, had a great good time. Conversation. Great good time. Conversation. Great we time. were very hungry at the time. We were mm-hmm. getting our caricatures done, and we thought she said 15, 20 minutes, forty-five, fifty. Prob- yeah, at it was least. And our stomachs were very well aware My that it was going over time. Started eating itself. Yeah, I was very and uncomfortable. Other organs in there. <laughs> yeah, it was. But the good. the result, mm. we haven't posted it on our socials yet. So for those of you who are listening to our podcast, by the time you listen to it, I'm sure it'll be posted, so you can for sure, you know, reference that. But great caricature. Mm. Caricatures. So anyway, I was getting burned out going on vacation a lot. Oh, that's sorry. where we were in the story. I'm glad you I'm locked sure. in where we had left off because I, I cannot find our way back no. normally. Usually I'm not very good at it, but yeah. I figured I started an actually somewhat important <laughs> right. conversation with myself. So I needed to go back to it. Um, so I was getting burned out because I was doing all this stuff all the time. And this book talks about the franchise model and it uses it references uh, a few different really key aspects such as McDonald's and the way that they do business and that 
McDonald's. Yeah, is McDonald's. A, you can what is that? you can literally build a McDonald's anywhere and hire almost anyone, and you'll get the same exact product and the same exact experience anywhere you do it. The food is always the same. The way it's prepared is always the same. All you have to do is teach someone pretty simply how to do it, right? And that's the model which you know business owners should try to adapt is like, how do we make it so efficient that if I'm never there again, how will this, the customer get the same product every time and be satisfied with it, right? So you wanna separate yourself from doing the work and just create the systems and the organization so well that it just, it runs all the time really well. So the goal of the entrepreneur is to never do the work. It's always to build the teams to do the work so that they can do their next entrepreneurial idea because right. ideally, you know, statistically, it looks like ish, give or take, 70% of people are um, like the day-to-day people. They would be uh, the people that do all the work, and then right. 20% managers, and then 10% entrepreneurs. The entrepreneur shouldn't be the manager. The manager shouldn't be the entrepreneur. The day-to-day person shouldn't be either of the others, right. right? Because that's just how the world works. It's how it rolls. And so don't get it twisted where you at, right. you know what I'm saying? Because it, you, whatever you do, it's important that you do it. But a lot of times what happens is the person that does the day-to-day stuff for someone else is like, oh my gosh, I hate working for this guy. He probably makes so much money. And I'm just out here working so hard. So they're like, I'm going to go make my own business. And they do it. But now you're chained to making all the money to support all the expenses that come along with running a business. And now you're probably working twice as much, getting half the amount of profit, and so now you're like stuck in this business where you're like you thought it was gonna be awesome and perfect when in reality you're just someone who's really good at doing something and you should probably work for the person that had the really good ideas and set everything up. Right. You know. So uh, that's the that's the e myth is that not everyone's an entrepreneur that owns a business. Only really ten percent of the world is entrepreneurs. It's just I think that's how God wired us. I don't know. That has yeah. to be some sort of systematic approach right. in the long term. Um, it, but you know, a lot of times that's why businesses fail. I think it's 90% of businesses fail within the first five years, and then of the 10% left, 90% of those fail within the next five years. That's wild. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Especially restaurants. Restaurants are one of the fastest failing businesses. So props to all the people who own restaurants and grind through it and make it. Yeah. Or don't make it because you tried. Yeah. Because you followed your dream. But well, and I think that's the key, the, the essential uh, component that prevents workplace discouragement is a mutual respect across those lines between day-to-day workers, management, and entrepreneurs. The day-to-day folk could not have a job without the entrepreneurs or their managers. Vice versa, the entrepreneur's vision could never happen without the day-to-day workers. And so when there's that mutual respect for each other and the roles that everyone is designed to play, uh, you know, I worked for a, a factory out of necessity for uh, about a year. Not my favorite type of work, as you can imagine, considering the type of work that I do now. Um, but it was such an important year of my life. And I did get this broad idea of from top to bottom, when there is that understanding and respect for one another, it can be a very, very positive work environment. Yeah, sadly, that's not the case with most. Most of the people are bitter about their managers or vice versa. I hear managers complain about their day-to-day workers. Yeah, the day-to-day people are called technicians. I finally remember the word, <coughs> yes, dude. 
I got it. I was oh, thinking that whole time. What's the day to day? It's not day to day. It ain't day to day. It's technician. I rolled I with got it, bro. it. I know. It took me a while. But Technicians. Gosh, wow. This is why I need to cool. read more so I can retain information better. Right. Kyle doesn't like books. Should no, we, I we like the about movie version. Right. If you got a book, make it into a movie. I'll watch it. I'm right. not gonna probably read it. There's been a few times where I'm like, oh, this is a good book. Good book. I'll recommend it to Kyle, and then, then that memory comes to me, and I'm like, I'm one of the first. I don't remember. One of the first times I was here at Kyle's apartment, uh, I noticed his, um, um, what's that called? Projector. Mm-hmm. He's got a projector screen uh, in his apartment was propped up by like four or five books. <laughs> and he said, these are all books that people have recommended I read, and I'm not a big reader. So ever since then, I've been like, do I really want to give Kyle a book that's going to prop up his projector? Probably not. I better just wait till he finds <laughs> his reading passion. I just talked about the only book I've probably read since college. Wow, and see how much it affected you? It did Knowledge is gold. Oh, life. Knowledge is gold. That's why I talk to people all the time, though. I learn so much from I know. That's why I read biographies. Um, mm. Because for me, it's like reading biography, it's like talking to them. It's finding mm-hmm. out a lot their entire journey um, from start to finish, and being like, okay, that's what I do well, and that's or that's what they did well. That's what I need to do. Um, there's so much wisdom in looking at people's lives and and learning from them before you do it yourself. Right now, I'm reading about the life of Cecil B. DeMille, oh, who Cecil? was. See, you know what? There's stuff that I'm into that you have zero concept of who is cecil b demille cecil b demille created one of the most famous people of the last 100 years in the entertainment industry yeah who is he 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 created the um the first the world's first parking garage (laughs) (laughs) right very close very close (laughs) he was a director Mm -hmm. during the silent film era Mm -hmm. one of the earliest directors um, and he helped co-found Paramount Pictures. Whoa, okay, that's, so, a, big that's a big one. Big name, um, and then event- one of the biggest films he was known, The Ten Commandments, with Charlton Heston in the 50s. Hugely successful. He became synonymous with making epic movies. Yeah. So you like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. You owe a thanks to Cecil B. DeMille for starting epic movies being you popular. You know what, I'll tell him right now. Thanks, Cecil. He's dead. Here, well, dead I think we should start. I just had a great idea. Okay. So you know how like silent films kind of changed a lot of media. Very much right? so. Uh, we could start a new thing: silent podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, they went from silent to talkies. Yeah. What they call so? Why would we go from talkies to silent? That seems because it's backwards. so. It's one. It's unpredictable. Yeah. Two. It's completely against what everyone else does. That's true. And three. It makes. We would have no listeners because because it's no silence, right? We'd have like forty-five minute episodes of just silence, <laughs> and they could think, make that's their true. own stuff up. You know, there's probably crazier ideas, but that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I don't even know this crazy. It's just a really bad idea. Okay, I wanted to say bad. that, but I didn't like to call your ideas bad. Yeah, not publicly. Anyway. Every idea has value, but most some of them just don't. That's yeah. one of them. And speaking of um, silent films to talking films. Talkies is what they called them. To it's just so interesting to see that transition. Typically, most people are against change, yeah, and that's just a natural part of life. It's hard to do change, um, but it's so essential. And good things come out of change um, because when Cecil B. DeMille was 
he was a theater guy. All of his heroes early on were theater, and theater was prime in the mm -hmm. late 1800s, early 1900s. It was like the art. Film had started, but it was like, you do not want to go into film. That mm -hmm. is like dumb art. That is, that is low class. No one's going to catch on to that. Um, but Cecil B. DeMille had foresight, said this has potential. And uh, his brother even, his very own brother, who he did a lot of theater work with, wrote him a letter when he was moving out to the West Coast from the East Coast. And basically was like, you're wasting your life. You're never going to make it. What a terrible idea. The next year, his brother was employed by Cecil B. DeMille because of how successful the surge of silent film was. Also, like a decade, two decades later, they started transitioning to talking films, which we're very thankful for uh, today. Big Everything talkie. we watch is talkie films. Mm -hmm. um, but people and the studios hated talking films and thought this would never catch on. Which I'm like, why did they think that? It's easy to look back and think that would never take off. But that has happened so And then television in the 50s, no one thought that would take off. Sure enough, television took off. Streaming happened. No one thought streaming would be uh, a viable option. Now streaming is, is king. But we're already seeing streaming losing its power. Um, to me, it's fascinating how that eb ebbs and flows because the fact is they're there. They're making movies. They're making art for the people. And when people change and their tastes change, everyone has to adapt. And that applies to business as well. If you don't adapt to what your consumers want, it, it doesn't matter what your passion is. You have to figure out what it's going to take to meet those needs and those wants and those desires of their heart. Customer is kink. Customer is. Absolutely. So that's my um, soapbox, Cecil B. DeMille. So many lessons. Okay. I'll probably sh be sharing more over, over the next few weeks. Is Cecil Cecil De, B. DeMille? Mm -hmm. Cecil B. DeMille. Cecil B. Cecil, dot DeMille. Cecil Buttable. What about him? Cecil Buttable. Is he related to Michael B. Jordan, you think? Same middle initial. I would need to look into that, mm. Kyle. I'll do a little research for you. They they look alike, but I don't know if they're related. It's like when you when you meet someone with the same name as you, and you're like, <laughs> are you my cousin? <laughs> Oh, we I've somehow. never, ever met an Aaron just, that I assumed was my cousin. No, yeah, but I'm just like, oh, your name's Kyle, my name's Kyle. Like, we have so much in common already. There's an immediate bond. Yeah. There is an immediate bond. Yeah, and then you just give him a hug. Yep. Yeah. When I read Aaron in the Bible, Moses and Aaron, I'm yeah. like, clearly Aaron is a very cool figure. Also a good Bible. talker. Yeah, Moses I wasn't. know. Moses wasn't. And I'm a talker. That's true. So much in Talker. So much in common. Yeah. Seriously. In fact, funny story, when I had my very first Bible... Uh, I knew exactly the certain pages I would turn to to see my name in writing <laughs> in the Bible. Yeah, there's not a lot of Kyles in the Bible. There's not one, None. actually. None. A lot of funky ones, but not Kyle. Yeah, like... Uh, you probably meet a lot of Kyles. There's a Nebuchadnezzar, there is a Nebuchadnezzar, but not a Kyle. Right. Come on. There's Daniel. That's a pretty common one. Yeah, when a lot. Danny. Danny boy. Zachary. Do you meet a lot of Kyles? Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty common name. I feel like it was a common name in the 90s. Probably. Which I'm a 90s boy. So am I. Technically. Barely. I'm still a 90s boy. You are. I'll claim it. I'm proud of you. I'll claim it. Proud of you. We share a decade. Um, I don't meet a lot of errands. Really? Very few, actually, I feel like in my lifetime. more of the errands are E-R-I-N girls. 
I know a few of Correct. those. I maybe know three A-A-R-O-N boys. Yeah. That's probably more than I know, give or take. You, my cousin, and then this guy that goes to the gym. That's probably about it. I mean, I can probably think of a couple more if I tried. Maybe if I worked hard. hard. Maybe I don't, I'm not friends with many errands, which may be like a weird, subtle, I don't want more than one of me in my life. Yeah, because then there's superior errand, there's inferior errand, and you have to decide where you stand in that. Which one am I today, folks? Never equal. (laughs) We are out of time, Kyle. Wow. Time flies when you're having fun. Five minutes in. Um... As always, folks, thank you for listening. To Two Dudes in a Corner. We appreciate your listenership. We love hearing from you. Shout us out. Tag us on social media. Whatever your pleasure is, just give us some love if you love us. If you hate us, I feel like it's just always good to say. If you hate something... Just stop listening <laughs> and move on. And if you're right smack dab in the middle, just lean towards loving. Right. Just lean right. towards and give it. it. Lean just in. Keep listening. Keep listening. We are on a journey. We're on an adventure. You're coming with us, and um, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Hey, thank you guys. We love you, even if we don't know you. And uh, just we'll see you next episode. It's in a couple days. So right. We'll Stay cool, going. and um, bye. Ha <laughs> ha